Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Alan Cochran and Emily Dean. You can text us on eight twelve fifteen or follow us on Twitter at Frank on Absolute. And buy your pal power tools from Jeff's oh, yeah. on the high street. Are they the best place? When I read that bit, I do feel like I'm about to do one of those adverts that sometimes you have to do on commercial radio. Perhaps we could chuck one in each hour just for a bit of fun. I I don't know. I think I might have to uh, run away. Renege. my waist ground if that (laughs) happened. Yeah, Renege. I watched Hello, Hello um, (laughs) last week. How does it stand up? Um, I laughed. Oh, I did oh that funny, lovely review. That funny French voice is funny, though. I mean, that's, is that, what, that's that good not, moaning. Yeah, it still works dirty. for me. I find that funny. What a great job that bloke had just oh, mispronouncing. <laughs> result, wasn't it? Oh, so, um, you're back, Frank. I am back, and uh, I've been. I should explain to regular listeners that I had. I had the Noro. Oh, did you? Yeah, Oof. it's everywhere the Noro, mm, and I felt I was missing out a bit. It's like when I was at school, I was the only one who hadn't got a Crombie. Mm. Right. And, uh, you know, those, in case you don't know, they were like long blue overcoats. And, um, and uh, yeah, so I finally got the Noro. The whole house had the Noro. It goes through oh, like a... It becomes know. like a horror film, doesn't it? So I lay on my sickbed last uh, Saturday morning listening to uh, the show. Mm-hmm. And I haven't heard the show. I'm not a person who goes away and listens to the podcasts. I can't, I can't stand to listen to myself mm. wittering on that stupid accent. <laughs> um, I won't have you say that. It's a lovely accent. I have to say, Emily was in the chair in case you missed last week. Oh, um, I felt sick. The, the cockerel was also in absentia, and um, it was great. I think it's the best the show's ever been. <laughs> Shut oh, up! I'm awkward. Abs- I'm, I am. <laughs> I am serious. I thought I felt a bit like. Um, do you know when Jack Doherty used to have a chat show on? Uh, on Channel 4, and then he had yeah. two weeks off, and Graham Norton sat in for him. <laughs> and then when the Comedy Awards came along, Graham Norton won it for Best Chat Show for those two weeks. Is that right? Yeah. That's I, what I felt like. Can I tell you oh what I God. felt like? Imagine if this wins the Sony Gold for the week you were off. Oh, I, you felt off, like, <laughs> I felt like it was a One Direction concert, and someone had come on and announced, I'm sorry, Adam Ant will be here doing own stuff. That's what I felt like. <laughs> oh, well, it was the, the exact opposite. As you know, because I, I don't know if you heard any of the show. Um, I did. Album, I heard. But, um, at one point, they read out a text from a listener that said it'd be better if I died <laughs> so that uh, no. Emily remained. They never. They or did they say, Ill, better if he's ill next week? I think they said. It's like, I it was don't around know, the area but I halted of me one, dying. I halted happen? one mid-read because mainly it contained praise. But oh. I didn't know it had made a reference to it was your definitely, death. I, I, if it wasn't death, I thought, I, it's, it's hoping that the illness would be prolonged. Oh, so that <laughs> I never heard the that terrible bit. thing was, I thought, you know, I agree. <laughs> Can I say, Not Frank, I, I don't see die. the texts and emails, as you don't. No, I didn't really, know did that you was, avoid that? Oh, yes. Oh, I didn't want to see them. I thought it was, um, I just thought it was better with a female voice. In the oh, yeah. shut up. Swap chairs, then. I did, I think. I thought... Um, <laughs> This I'll is the most awful thing. I'll talk for I'll a bit while it, you swap chairs if you want. I'll tell you what it was. <laughs> I, I thought something I hadn't thought for about 30 years. I thought it sounded very with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
yeah. really with it. And, yeah, uh, it was. It sounded with it. Was it all the rage? <laughs> with it. So it's, um, Frank, it. can I say something to you? I do have newfound respect for you, though. I did miss you enormously. Newfound. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Frank! Yeah. This is what sort of things that Merlin said to Geese <laughs> as his magic became greater. It became yeah, apparent that he was the great wizard. With it Frank, this week. <laughs> there's a technical, very technical side to it as well. In fact, that threw yeah. me all those buttons. Yeah, I didn't like the buttons. I couldn't now deal you, with now that. you're playing the helpless female role. <laughs> well, and what if, I'm basically is, saying... I am as well. <laughs> what, the conclusion I've come to is, after having examined uh, my conscience before God... I have come to the certainty that my strengths, due to old age, are no longer suited to an adequate exercise of the Petrine ministry. <laughs> What's that a quote from? Or is, is that, that from Benedict? Oh. <laughs> that was Benedict's... Yeah. Um, that was Benedict. Leaving speech. Wow. I don't know if you went to his leaving, do I never know. Benedict, it was... I think Benedict. I had a no. gig that night. It was probably a juicy call. It's not till the 28th, actually. <laughs> Frank, you I've can't had, go away again, though, please. Thing. Well, I, I tell you, I think... I'm not suggesting we have a listener vote because I, I might have to take my own life. <laughs> but I just I honestly thought it was um, it was uh, excellent, Aww. and uh, I thought the the last week's show that I did was particularly poor. So I mean, side by side, yeah, by Sondheim. Yeah. Don't, don't put them side by we side. We wouldn't have made that reference last week. <laughs> no, it was, and, it, um, and the show would have been all the poorer for it. May I say? Well, I. I feel, I tell you what, I feel like, you know when um, Bruce Forsyth was ill one week, or he had a week off, and they had um, Claudia and uh, Tess do it oh, on their yeah. own? Yeah. It was much better. Oh. <laughs> I feel like the returning Bruce, the, you know, the wrinkled face replacing the beautiful female. <laughs> oh, God, I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I have a suggestion for uh, something we can talk about. To Is keep, it a surfing suggestion? Keep the, uh, <laughs> keep the show with it. Is it like on Vesta, Vesta Beef Curry where the suggestion was that you put the rice in a circle? Oh, is that what the rest is? Is that the suggestion? Yeah. Do you know, I, I still do that. In the poshest of Indian restaurants, I put rice in a circle. I do, yeah. And then pour the sauce in the middle. And do you lovely. have a layer of rice on top of the plate as well, or is it going right on plate, the curry? Oh, right on plate. Really? Yeah. Oh, it yeah. looks a bit like, if you can imagine, a sort of Asian subcontinent jammy yes. dodger. Yes. Uh, is the meat, is the sort of village in the wall, uh, in the rice wall? Um, mm -hmm. It's the, yes, it's, if, if you imagine a walled um, village, the, the curry is the village, <laughs> we and, are. The, and the rice is the wall. Oh. Yeah. I love that metaphor. Or in, a, in an old western, the, um, the, the, the curry is the, the, uh, the, the, set, the pioneers, and the, um, the rice is the wagons in a circle. I was going to say, oh, wagons I in a circle. love that nice. one. In yeah, fact, there's good. probably another Indian reference in here because, of course, you have then <laughs> the, the old fashioned, the red yeah. Indians, as yeah, they yeah. were called in, in the old days. Yes. And they were. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it wasn't. Because that. they were furious. Yeah, that's why <laughs> they were always furious. It wasn't that that I was going to suggest oh. to uh, make the show with it. Oh. I was Go on, thinking, what's going to make us all the rage? I mean, I'm going to say the words that we try not to say. Um, the Brits. I think we should discuss the Brits because oh. they've been in the papers. Oh, we, oh look, it's a long time oh, ago. Dear. Why don't you just leave it? I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this week's. Oh, I don't mind discussing those. <laughs> it's like you meant the one I hosted. I don't like to press a bruise that's existed for oh, a number of years. It's not a bruise. It's a, it's a gaping, seeping wound. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a Crimea wound. Uh, 
Uh, you two are the sort of people that I suspect would have had a look at it if, uh, if you, you were too, channel yeah, hopping. They, they you two would it. definitely look at it. Yeah. <laughs> with, their, with their massive heads. I don't think they would have. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. You didn't have a look? No. All right. Oh, I did, I checked it out. I, um, I, I mean, the great thing about music, of course, is that we're all different. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and if I was to pick the music that I least want to listen to, mm-hmm. it would have been not too far away from the, the list of winners at the Brits. Yeah. Now, that's not, I'm not challenging the basic essence of that music or its quality. I'm just saying that I personally mm-hmm. find it abhorrent. <laughs> <laughs> abhorrent. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it just, I, I tell you what it felt like. If you look at the winners list, it looked like the, uh, you know, when there's a royal family-based gig... Yes. Like a yes. prince's trust or, yeah. or concert for Are Diana. Are we talking Queen in a Cloak or more Charles? Yeah, I but, know what you mean. But you know when, yeah, you're, yeah. when you see the list of bands, you think, oh, yeah, of course, it's that list yeah. of safe, no sharp edges, no original thought, uh-huh. turned out stuff. And that's what it felt like to well, me. I'm sorry to seem like, uh, <clears throat> again, the, re- the, re- the resigning Pope. <laughs> but I thought it was awful. <laughs> I didn't watch it because I, it makes me feel poorly. Oh, I didn't watch it either. But uh, this uh, this chap Harry Styles has got himself in the papers quite a lot because um, his ex, yes, Taylor Swift, who whose work I know or not, well, she apparently you should did a read she dance. next month because she will be in it. Shall I? Yes. <laughs> Taylor Swift will be in it. Yes, she's our cover girl. That's what we call it, our cover girl. Uh, well, she's a pretty girl. And, and he's a very well, handsome young fella. He is a handsome boy. You I like say that. Him. I think he looks like a thirty-year-old mum without makeup. Who looks quite good for her age. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's he's got the feminine about him. That Harry. I have to say, I saw a picture of him. I googled him to learn who he was, and I saw a picture of him with his actual mum, who he took to the after party. Oh, don't say I would. Yeah, I was going to say exactly oh. that. She's. I fancy oh. his mum. Oh, thanks. I think she's forty-two, so she's. Uh, She's just a bit She's older, a lot older than, me. than me. He used to have a sort of a. He's here. Had a, a hint We're not of the changing fringe. the subject. I still fancy I his mum. I, I, don't <laughs> I don't think it's right to I talk about his mum. I know you I want know. to move on, but I, uh, I know, don't. I think we can talk about him, but I don't think we can leer at his mother. Why not? She's fit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Danny Dyer appears to be co-presenting the show with his Frank. It just seems wrong to me. Why not? She's fit. But I'm you know, he, he used to have a bit it. of a fringe, Harry. And he now did, it's right? completely. It looks like that when they drive the tour bus to things like the Brits, he's the one with his head out the window all the way down the motor. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the way the dog does that. I uh-huh. think Harry Styles has got his head out because yeah. he's so completely swept back. And this, his face is also showing a hint of G Force about it, which uh, I've never noticed before. But I, I must say. There's something happening at the lower end of his um, shirt, which oh, I God. find remarkable. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. You left us on something of a Harry Styles Well, I was just looking and I thought there are many differences between the old and the young, but the, the, what it is for me, it's that the last button you see mm. of the shirt before it disappears into the trousers... Oh, his shirt oh, okay. is tucked in, is it? His shirt was tucked in, and I tucked oh, mine in good. as well. But the last shirt button for me is under incredible strain and duress. I mean, it's. <laughs> Do you know what? It's, the, it's one. It's a hard-working button. Oh, the, yeah. the cotton! The cotton on that last button for me 
it's it could go at any moment. Mm. Right. It's I mean it's, it's straining. Mm. Here's it was re- the button was just sitting relaxed. It was just lying back with its feet up. And that's the great thing about about youth. I respect because mm. he's that. young and lean. You mean? Yeah, he's young he's and lean. Shirts a size too big. Which is it? No, I don't think he's done that. He's very slender. Harry mm-hmm. Styles. Well, I mean, he burns off a lot of calories. Let's face it. He does. Yeah. You mean with his uh, womanizing ways <laughs> yeah. or his uh, being a pop star? But come on, if <laughs> I was thing, if I was in One Direction. Uh-huh. Well, it's the last thing I'd be going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't... You know, he's a young man um, living it up. Isn't he? And well, they're punishing him for it. Have you noticed that? Did you see the uh, the new video? Oh, yeah. He's hardly in it. Oh, no. They've not so ostracised him. And someone was telling me that they interviewed um, One Direction uh, for a thing, and they were saying... The, the press people were saying, don't mention... Don't have any, we don't have any individual questions about Harry. Oh. oh, it's so, Cheryl syndrome, isn't I it? I think it's uh, they're turning on him the way um, Go Compare turned on the fat opera singer and uh, have made him a, a, a subject of ridicule. That's and, right. And the yeah. victim of people like Professor Stephen Hawking, who should know better. Well, the Go Compare band, are you suggesting? <laughs> yeah, <they're>, Before <laughs> we know it, there's going to be an advert where Stuart Pierce kicks a ball at Harry Styles' head. Is that what's happening? <laughs> well, yeah, give it but six Frank, months. And people thing... will say, who's that then? Yeah, he's kicking a ball. One thing I did like about the Brits, mm. I know you always like a lady um, showing him what he's missing. That's one of your favourite things, and Taylor Swift did that. Yes. Well, as you may know, that's one of my, the worst things the press ever says is something like when an ex says, showing him what he's missing. Uh-huh. So I don't know about you, if I've been in a relationship <laughs> and it breaks up, what I miss is not their flat bellies and their long legs it's those little bits of conversation those fun nights yeah. you had at the cinema just her hand on your the sound of her breathing in the middle of the night the companionship warm loving <laughs> special things that the make companionship. them not not their, their flat bellies and mm. mm-hmm. it's the little human con- connection things that, that, that you miss yeah so no <laughs> You're not having it. I'm not having it. <laughs> also, let's face it, he's not exactly missing her, is he? No, he's doing fine. Fine mm-hmm. looking. Mm-hmm. I That's mean, you know, the only cure for the last one is the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I should say he's about 17 down the road by now. <laughs> you can, that's why Helen's got that pink hair. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've heard from some of our readers. Nugget has texted in. He says, nice haircut, Frank. From the back, it looks pretty short. Prison chic, as Emily might say. Anyway, welcome back. Oh, as Emily might say. <laughs> welcome back. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It is quite short. I uh... I like it, Frank. Is it a um, Mr Topper's? Did you go? Oh, cheap? yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Did you pay... Was it a £9 haircut? It you gave about... them a £1 tip and no, gave them a tenner. I gave them a £3 tip. Which Lovely, it, which that's is, complicated that's to arrange. That's a 33 and a third percent tip. Mm-hmm. I hope you pointed that out <laughs> as you were handing it over. Is it still the nice Australian? Yeah, still the nice Australian. Are you I mean, it's the same chap? Well, no, it's a lady. It's a but lady. It's part lock, you know, just the last few times I've been in, she's happened to be free, it's worked out. Oh, that's oh. good. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm pleased with it. In a sort of a so short, I don't need to put any product on it kind of a way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a bit John McVicker. Yes. <laughs> What about Tim? How did James Corden do? I didn't watch uh, on the Brits. Was he? Uh, I heard he was a bit rude. Was oh, he? Was he? And I wondered, was Corden blur? Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Very good. Oh, he's done a great job, though. Well, um, did you want to sashay on to email corner? <laughs> I was just going to say, has, hasn't he re-established the, uh, the jolliness of the overweight? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because we've seen so much of the, yes. you know, it's American, fat American women who can't get off their own toilet. They've become seen as tragic figures. Now, in my youth... It was jolliness. Yes. That was what fat people it's, associated with. It's more with. of the Billy Bunter approach. And, Is he and I fat now? Like, Hasn't he gone yeah. down or not? Well, I still think I don't, if he has, he's um, yeah, he's been photographed more in the pre-first. Yeah, I think he still looks. Yeah. I think of him as a roly-poly funster. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we need more of those. So if there's yeah. any fat people out there, it's it's about time you re-established um, y- yourselves as jolly. Mm. Cheer up. Yeah, so. you tell you're making it look like um, I, I'm surprised so they get so many recruits nowadays because it looks grim. What? What do you mean the fat? Yeah, <laughs> because when I was a kid, we associated with fat people with having a bit of a laugh, and there was hardly any about. You think, well, that's when everyone's time. saying, "I'm going to join in with this. It's great." You know, I think we've had a eureka moment here. We should have a yeah. uh, takeaway message for each, each week's show, and today's is uh, fat people cheer up a bit. Yeah, che- cheer I'm up. I'm with Frank because if you're going to be overweight, for goodness <laughs> sake, be a bon viveur. Well, the thing no. was, that's all the, I ask. The bleak and the desolate were always thin, gaunt figures, weren't yes. they? Yeah, that's me in it. And now they're people that can can't that. get off their own toilet yes. because they're you're a bit horseman of the apocalypse. I can do bleak and gaunt and uh, slightly miserable. You're John of. That's how gaunt you yeah. are. <laughs> you can do it. Yes, you can. Yes, I really can. You know, I agree with that. If there's any casting directors listening, I'm there for that. <laughs> there won't be. <laughs> Trust me. I think they've already. Uh, I think uh, Emily's got about twelve interviews. This week. <laughs> <laughs> thing. And um, I'm looking at care homes. So uh, we've all got our own light to lead, let's face we've, it. We've had an email. Oh, uh, we can't go into this now. We've got to play oh, adverts. It's oh, commercial okay. radio. Fair enough. One thing I do know is which side my bread's buttered. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember bread, Emily. <laughs> Something you might have ate in your childhood. This is Frank Skinner. Just looking at Cheryl Cole's uh, big tattoo there. Oh. Mm-hmm. And relax. <laughs> is that is it a real thing? It's not a transfer. Oh yeah, that's a, she didn't get that it's free with the comic. Enormous tattoo. She paid for that one. In the small of the back. Do you I like it? If it is a prank. No, I, it's just years of her hearing the new men in her life saying, "Do you like roses?" <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> no, it's too big. I think that was a mistake. I think she's uh, think seen that right. in the brochure and mm. thought, you know, you know, women have those tiny little ones that just peep above the jeans, yeah, yeah. those tiny little base of the oh, spine. Oh, like tattoos. I like yeah, a little panther crawling up yeah, the chest area. That's what I like. And I, I bet that's mm-hmm. what she thought it was going to be. And she thought, oh, this hurts a bit more than I thought. And then when she looked, she's horrified. <laughs> she got the uh, dimensions wrong in the brochure. Oh, she dear. went for the rose on the bottom. I'm not keen on that, Frank. <sighs> Yeah. There's going to be a lot of old celebrities <laughs> in about 40 years yeah. that look like magazines that have been left out in the rain by a bus stop. Yeah. Horrible, yes. wrinkled, blue, inky, <laughs> flaky, spoilt purpleness. <laughs> OK, um, shall we get to uh, Emmanuel oh, Corner? Yeah. Let me see if I can find that, uh, that baby. That old rascal. Here it comes. <laughs> Email sauna. <laughs> and relax. Uh, 
I have an email. Hi, Frank, Alan and Emily. What a surprise it was last Saturday dis- to discover that both Frank and Alan were away on the same day. Oh. Yes, I'll, hey, bring, um, I'll bring to that. There you go. Big it surprise. was a surprise. Not a surprise for me. I knew I was off, but I didn't. When we arrived today, knew that we, you were going to have the Noro, did we? We slightly staggered our arrival today, so people didn't get suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when people at work they have the same day off, you think, oh no. It was the friendship that dare not speak its name. It was, yeah. My first feeling. This isn't mine. This is the email. My first feeling could be a great texting. Mm. Good, what was yeah. your first feeling, Alan? Oh, it's probably. I don't know, grumpiness? Mine was a <laughs> profound regret. <laughs> <laughs> Mine, first... knowing my father, probably abandonment. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Fiona, who's emailed, has said... I think said we should have dipped the lights for that <laughs> <laughs> My first feeling was utter fear as to whether I could cope without my f- weekly fix of Frank or Alan, but lo and behold, Emily was like a naughty schoolgirl in charge of the class <sighs> because the teacher was away. It was an amazing show. Oh, <laughs> Now, here's the bit that I think is critical. Uh, she broke some rules oh. but kept the last going with Steve and Matt. What oh. rules? What were, what rules were broken? There was a I bit did... of swearing, I noticed. No, the there wasn't. I was didn't swear. Emily, but there swearing. Wasn't swearing. Yeah, but it's hard to control these young bucks. Swearing? Actual oh, no, swearing? Yeah, Frank, things. these young bucks. Oh, it, it, it Will like the, It was like big, big, big quiz of the year towards the end. Oh, my <laughs> oh, goodness. Frank Wait till don't. the mail hears about this. Yes. Um, I heard some mention of the Pope. I wondered if it was that because you were... You, you asked some questions. They were all right. They him. were all right about the Pope. Wasn't yeah, it? I thought. Well, so, what were the rules that were broken? Oh, those rules. The I don't know. Rules. Oh, really? I honestly don't know. I apologise for any rules that may have been. Well, broken. I mean, these rules—they're all—they were <laughs> only my rules. Yeah, yeah. They're yesterday's rules. Let's <laughs> <laughs> call them that. <laughs> oh, so um, I think we should move on to email two. Shall we? Uh, uh, yes. No, hold on. I've got, I've got. You know, I play music on here as well. Oh God! <laughs> I've got all sorts of. It's it's a whole um, variety of different things going on. There's adverts, she music, knows. and there's she knows. <laughs> she knows. She did it last week. She knows. Yeah, <laughs> she knows. Yeah, but you know, it's. it's uh, I want to play. I, it's not always music I want to play. <laughs> but you know, you got to put in an excess again. I'm a bit stricter on rules than some people. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Email corner. We're still there. So it seems. <laughs> Hi, Frank, the Divine Miss Emily and Cockaleeky. Mm-hmm. Just a quick note to say that you might want to dig out the friend of the show jingle. Oh, Get it prepped, Frank. Just, just a dog on Get your jingle sorted now. Just a dog on minute there, dip the dog. As Pete. I ain't gonna read the hen house, deputy dog. I'm just gonna see what happens next. Ooh, let's go! <laughs> Can you not find oh, it? Friend oh. do you want, do you want that Emily reminds to me of a night I had once at the Grand Old Opry. Oh, um, yeah. Here we go. Friend of the show. Oh, the show was great in those days. It's worth the way, wasn't it? As Peter the Wild has been hitting the headlines once again Hurrah. this week. Peter the Wild. I should explain for new readers mm. that um, Peter the Wild was, uh, he was a, a feral uh, character who was, um, <laughs> I think it was George II who took him in. Correct. Kept mm-hmm. him in a leather collar and um, he was a sort of a house pet. We should find he kept him on a not, lead. Not a character, an actual individual oh, no, from a, a history. Real, a, real... a human being treated yeah. like a domestic pet. Horrific, you might say, if you're new to this story, but we've grown to <laughs> love him. 
<laughs> We've re-domesticated him all over again. Yeah. And he's back. He's back. Yeah. Um, it emerged this week that Peter's grave at St Mary's Church in North Church, Hertfordshire, has been given a Grade 2 listing. That's the show out in Sorted for this year. Oh, that'd be good. Peter the Wall's oh, grave. Oh, I'd love to go. We have a little picnic, Frank, by his grave. I'd Some love that. Some people bond through paintballing, but we <laughs> would take a trip to uh, we could, North Church. We could wear a leather collar each and we could go as a chain gang. Well, you've probably got three leather collars available ready for us to wear, haven't you? I uh, certainly have. I've got, um, following I've got, advice I've from... Three clerical collars waiting in anticipation of my next job. <laughs> I'll provide the leather collars. Following advice from English Heritage, Peter's gravestone and a brass plaque. I bet I bet you're going to laugh at the way I pronounce that. Brass plaque. I'm, I'm perplexed. It's difficult, by it. isn't it? Because bra- once you've said brass, you feel you're committed to, to plaque. Say plaque. Yeah. Plaque. I, I plaque sounds never terrible. Say either like of those words. A brass plaque. I don't like that. A brass plaque inside the church, telling his story, will now be preserved to keep his extraordinary history alive for many years to come. Tremendous news. Um. It seems Peter's latest foray into the spotlight has thrown up further details about his fascinating life. Well, we're always hungry for that. Oh, we this, love a bit of Peter the I Wild gossip. This. I'll tell you what, shall we? I'm so excited to learn more about Peter. Shall we <laughs> Shall we um, have a? Shall we have it as a cliffhanger? Yeah. <laughs> across the new hour cliffhanger. Breaking news oh, on Peter man. the Wild after this. Breaking all the rules. Uh, you know what I mean? You don't want to rush um, <laughs> news on Peter the Wild. <laughs> Because I don't know, I find the thing is with the dead is they they don't come up with new stuff <laughs> as, as, uh, as they did. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on eight twelve fifteen. Or follow us on Twitter at Frank on Absolute. Very well announced on the numbers there. I'm guessing that the people who text uh, need a bit of help. Eight, and the people who are on 12, Twitter are probably 15. quite, you know... Mm. With it. Illiterate. They're with, with it. it. I think they are, essentially, with it. They'll be with it, um, yeah. Guys, we had some breaking news about Peter the Wild. Ah, oh. yes. Now, um, in case you've just tuned in, <laughs> uh, you won't get this. <laughs> no. <laughs> But we were talking about Peter the Wild. Peter the Wild, the domestic pet stroke human being of uh, George <laughs> II. And his grave has just been given a grade two listing. Lovely. I wonder what he's, uh, the stone's like on his uh, grave. There Is are, he called Peter the Wild? I there are photographs of it available somewhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. PTW. Do we know That's his second Do by. we know his second PTW. time? I imagine his second he got, name was Wild. No. I imagine he got letters to Mr. P.T. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, as we were with this email, commenting on the decision to grant listed status to the gravestone, mm. chief curator at Historic Royal Palaces... Oh, that Lucy Worsley. You, you like her, Frank. Oh, yeah. Very is she the TV lit. historian? Yes. She's yeah, lit. she's thin Blonde Wendy Craig Bob. I quite like mm-hmm. her. Said Peter found happiness in the village of North Church, where he enjoyed... I imagine he found it all over the place. Oh, but listen to this, though. Well, Frank, what? do you know what, want to know what his hobbies were? Go on. I love it. He enjoyed... Watching fires burning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I must admit, I love watching fires burning. Well, they're captivating, aren't they? They are. Feeling the sun Especially on his... Especially in Peter's case, it was his own feet. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling the sun on his face. That is also great. Yeah, sunbathing. 
singing songs without words. Yeah, I struggle. Yeah. I struggle with lyrics. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those. I'm you presuming know. it was a la 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 kind of a la character. la la. He was very la la la, Frank. Okay. I, he was a hummer. I think we can safely mm. say. Well, he was I bet he hummed. They couldn't oh, get better to wash him. <laughs> <laughs> and eating raw onions as if they were apples. Oh well, that's showing off. <laughs> the other, well, I'm not sure. He might have been to a hypnotism show. Oh yeah, I, I imagine he was. Uh, he, I mean, you're going to get Peter the Wild up if you're doing stage hypnotism. Of course, yeah. He's yeah, and that's his hobbies the thing. also included making love to a broom that he thought was a person because no. he'd been hypnotized. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I imagine now you've got the, a bit Paul McKenna. Yeah. Peter the Wild went to see an 18th century stage hypnotist, and he, who asked for volunteers. There were none, mm. so obviously, if there's someone in a leather collar, you're just going to hoist him up onto the stage. He's in it. Got a hook. He probably had a hypnotist hook. He I don't like this. That would be Paul McKenna in a frock coat. He but but as for coat. watching fires filling the sun on your face and mm. singing songs without words, it's the best advert for mental illness I've ever... <laughs> Good, that. It's, it the just simple, sounds he's blissful. He's a simple man, though. He has simple pleasures. The onion revelations have put me off him a bit. It sounds like we've read this. What, did the... you think he might have good breath until you read that? It wasn't to do with his breath. <laughs> I just thought, you know, a, le- a lead sound... is one thing, but raw onions is quite another. And... It makes him sound eccentric. Yeah, exactly. I've written him off now. But I like that. The interest section of Peter the Wild CV. <laughs> Watching fires burn. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I told you, I was uh, uh, about 12 months ago, I was on the beach at Whitstable. Actually, it wouldn't be about 12 months. I believe it was sort of uh, early November. Mm. Looking back, there was a bonfire. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, I watched it for hours. I forgot how fascinating watching mm. a big bonfire was. So I'm with, uh, I'm with Peter the Wild on oh. that one. Not on everything. Frank. It's on your face. Amazing. I'm on Cocoa Island in the Maldives, so I can't hear your show today. Can I have your sympathy? Also, James May is here. That's from Caroline, who's tweeted what? us. James May has escaped. He's in the Maldives. Oh, I bet he's got one of those Panama hats. Now, James May has been trying to get away from the Top Gear bullies because he's a sensitive uh, floral shirt type of a character, as obviously in the Witness Protection <laughs> Programme, and uh, he's been yeah. exposed by this man. I but think he's, he's a bit of a Peter the Wild figure, Frank. He's living on Cocoa <laughs> Island. Can you imagine that there is such an island as that? That's sounds, made up, isn't it? Sounds sweet. Cocoa Island. Sounds like something... Oh, I don't like the sound of it at all. Sounds like something a, a right-wing cabbie would... Where you come from? Cocoa Island. <laughs> That's what I don't like about it. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I've had a text in that I think might cheer you up, Frank, because I know you're, uh, you're, you're not happy here in the shadow of Emily after... <laughs> After her glorious hosting, I can sense it. I can sense. I feel that we're not too far away from Emily saying, "Let's let's go for a drink," and putting her arm round me, <laughs> <laughs> and her saying, "It must have been cold there." <laughs> I, shed. I like to think I am the wind beneath her wings. Well, Julia from East Devon has texted Frank. I think you are fabulous. You always make me laugh, which is good for the soul. We don't normally read out praise, but. I think Do you feel he's in need of it this morning? <laughs> this probably week we am. Have I'm a bit of a dispensation. This <laughs> Thank you, Julia, from, uh, from, from East Devon. How marvellous that people who live in Devon think it's worth designating which part of Devon they live in. I'd have been exactly. happy with Devon, yeah, yeah. but that's lovely. Thank you. It's nice that she thinks it's good for the soul. Yeah. 
Know. Frank oh, likes things to do with the soul. He's a big fan of the soul. Oh, Frank, yeah. can't massive, you? Love the soul. Massive fan. Of, I thought their second <laughs> album was a bit disappointing. But well, yes, I'm. I'm. Uh, I like their best of. I'll tell you something that happened. Uh, we were talking about dead people, um, and very sadly, Richard Bryars died. Uh-huh. Yes, I was sad to hear that. And um, I had uh, a text from my girlfriend. Uh, saying, oh no, Richard Bryars has died. He was my second ever crush. Oh. Now, of course, when people say that, they want you to say, oh, really, what was your first ever mm. crush? Well, I didn't. Um, <laughs> I, I, that's, I, I did that as a matter of point. <laughs> when you won't people, be coerced, Frank. When, people, when I walk into a, a thing and, uh, and I'll say something to someone and they'll say, look, that's the second shock I've had this morning. Oh, I'll yeah. always say... So anyway, did you see that match last night? <laughs> <laughs> I think no, I'm not. Don't don't lead me. Anyway, it turns out that her first um, ever crush was um, Ruth Maddock. <laughs> Is that a fact? <laughs> yeah, who used to, if you remember, uh, oh, I know used Ruth to be Maddock's a, work. The tannoy operator on uh, Heidi High. I know, mm. I know her work well. Yeah. Um, so oh, I can see there was something a little sapphic about her. The interesting thing is that I quite fancied um, Ruth Maddock in Heidi High as well. Yeah. Oh. So it's, it's all's a, well that ends well. I thought we had nothing in common, but turns <laughs> out, <laughs> turns out that I, um, uh, one of our early crushes. I think um, first crushes are an interesting. Who was your first crush? Well, I was going to say I quite. I was more of a Paul Shane fan than uh, that, that. Couldn't have been your first no. crush unless he fell out of, on you. I can't say the name of my first crush oh, because yeah. um. Yeah, I'm not sure where where the charges stand currently. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. no. Um, well, well, that could be one of about seven or eight middle Yeah, yeah. we get he was a, he was a, he was a leader, I think would be a way of describing him. Of uh, a pack. Of a gang, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think, you know, you, you and the, the Mitford sisters went the same way. He was very charismatic, apparently. Something about him. I'm told that uh, James Corden, who we mentioned earlier, did a, uh, an interview in which he was asked for his ideal dinner guests, and they included Hitler. <laughs> did they? Yeah. But I made up for it, Frank. You know, I went <laughs> on was vegetarian, to have... My childhood crush was Derek Pringle, the cricketer. Of course. And really? I told you, I, yes, don't you know this? I used to play um, press conferences, or I'd rehearse what I was going to say when the media found out about our love affair. <laughs> I still play press conferences. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm a massive daydreamer. When I'm on the toilet, I often do press conferences. It, 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 when I'm often a bit surly with the press, I must say. What sort of... What I'm sort of a, well, I'm the manager of Barcelona. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I actually... Um, because, you know, I, after my playing career, I'm such a legendary figure I can get away with it. I'm actually mm-hmm. quite off, quite sharp with them. Oh yeah. Mm. Who was your first crush? Uh, uh, well, it wasn't, um, it wasn't Ruth Maddock, but similar. It was uh, Gordon Brittas. British Empire. Oh, that was yeah, your first. Yeah. It's, it's hard, isn't it? It's, it's, it's all it takes, about the sitcoms. It takes a while for us to find our sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> Early on, you're not bothered, are you? You're not bothered. It's like when you pop the first ball at pool. It, it doesn't matter which one it is. You'll, deci- you'll decide from there. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Frank, I remembered another one. Do you remember Peters and Lee, the man in it? I liked him. Oh, did you? Yeah, I lo- Don, I think L- his name no, was. L- Lenny, wasn't it? Oh, was it Lenny? I think it was Lenny I Peters and Di Lee. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, Arnold Blackman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. Still, really. Still to this day. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.
We've had a text in saying my first crush was Gabby Roslin, just saying. They must be young or it took a long time to... Well, I would think that they were young because they've put just saying, but they haven't put hashtag and they've put a space in between, you know, like in the English language where it says oh, just yeah. space oh, saying. I forgot the English language. Oh, yeah, is yeah. there an emoticon? It's easily forgotten. It's very complicated looking back. Mm. Yeah, yeah, well, like Gabby Roslin. So when would that? When do you think? When was uh, when was she in a pomp? Big breakfast. Yeah, but, maybe around then. Mm, talking about ninety three, Frank. Okay, yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I've outed uh, myself with Peters and Lee. That's embarrassing. Yeah, really. That, that must have been what nineteen seventy. No, <laughs> Peters How and Lee. You? I'll bet you they were still you. they were still going up towards the eighties. Move they? on, move on. Shall we? Okay. Uh, have you? Um, have you uh, seen a story this week that um, somebody sold a haunted mirror on eBay for 100 English pounds, mm. uh, a beautiful grand Victorian-style mirror, and it's had the place... When you say Victorian-style, do you mean... It... Well, I think it might be a modern mirror that's that just in that. That reminds me of when David Baddiel, when I lived with him, bought an Edwardian globe. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, um, it's plastic, Dave? And he said, no, I think just the inside's plastic. I said, no, no. <laughs> No, it's plastic. Uh-huh. And it was... Uh, oh, really? Clearly not correct. But a Victorian-style mirror. Victorian-style mirror. Um, and the, the lady who... Oh, no, it was a chap uh, that sold it. Um, many times since putting up the mirror, both myself and my flatmate have woken in the early hours screaming in pain. <laughs> the mood in this the is, flat this turned This is the blurb, the blurb to this, sell. Yes. The mood in <laughs> the flat turned sour... I felt constantly as if there was a sense of inte- impending doom upon us. No, this is... Oh, this Both is of just, us began to feel zombie-like. This is just as drained of all our energy. Oh, See, that, I can do that to a gathering if I turn up. I, you don't need to sell that on eBay. Just invite me around. Yeah, cooler. That's, that's what they call it. It's not a way of selling it. Now, is it impending doom? Well, I... They're being honest. I think they're going for honesty is the best policy. Are they being Truth- honest? Well, they're saying, truthfully, we both love the look of the mirror, but since we've I put it up in our flat, we've had nothing but bad luck. Mm. I would ideally like to go- it to go to somebody who has experience with the paranormal slash supernatural and knows what they are getting themselves in for. Well, you know who I'm thinking of, obviously. Derek Akora. Yes. It says that in the article, but actually it's been bought by Egon Spengler. That's oh. one of the Ghostbusters. I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, well done. Not well, enough got, Ghostbusters references. I've got a, a more of an Egon Rone fan. <laughs> I've got what I think could be a haunted mirror. Don't really? be so silly, Billy. Well, I t- if I look into it in the morning, there's like this grey skeletal <laughs> face looking <laughs> back at me. No, that's that I... portrait of Edvard Monk's The Scream that you have hanging there. Oh, oh, I have that. That's oh, not on mirror. I have that in my mirror. Oh, I'm, like, I'm liking the uh, Edvard. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough um, Edvard said on the on this stat. My, my godmother, Lindsay DePaul, mm. um, I like saying that. Clang. She used to have... These are my people, I can't help Love it. it. I'm Love just it. a wallflower um, <laughs> sitting by the wall oh. without the will part to face the music at all. Oh, lovely. Yes. Um, I didn't know you were familiar with her. Oh, uh, God, yeah. She, I think everybody fancied her. Probably she worked, she was probably a first crush. Oh. Yes. She was one of the last great champions of the beauty spot. You still got you, it? You right. don't really see pushed now by people. I think they have them removed. Not so much, yeah. yeah. Mm. But, you know, in, it, you feel it's a sort of a Nell Gwynn type of a thing to have, mm-hmm. but she was uh, she, she was loud a, and proud. Or she had a haunted house, but a haunted mirror specifically which fell off the wall one night. 
And is that what proved yeah, it to be she haunted? Had, she, had she got thing, an exorcist in. She, she had that thing about Snow White, didn't she? Yeah, she did, actually. <laughs> no, I think that didn't help. And like, She's and always slagging her off. James Coburn wasn't very good at DIY, who she was living with at the time. Oh, she's living with yeah. her. Oh, marvellous. Yes. James Coburn, man, Flint couldn't do DIY. <laughs> well, I like the fact that I'm in the same bit of a Venn diagram as him. Like, mm. men who aren't really that interested in DIY, that's good, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. I don't think I'm in many other bits of the Venn diagram. Into, uh, he was into the martial arts. Oh, was he? Oh, James he loved Coburn. the martial arts. Yeah, he was one of the people that brought um, Bruce Lee to America. Maybe I He was one of the people that took my cat to the vet. Did he really? Yes. Oh, did he? No, you... He took us to the vet in North London. He had a fur coat and shades on. Fantastic. What, and... the cat? No, James. <laughs> and my cat was called Treacle and he wasn't well. And James went, come on, Treak, come on, Treak, baby. Oh, brilliant. That's what he said. Cool. Now, that is a small Venn diagram. People who've took <laughs> Emily's cat to the vets and introduced Bruce Lee into an American <laughs> film. But, oh, God, I can't imagine how small that, that mm. Venn diagram is. Um, I personally, I have to say, I wouldn't buy the haunted mirror in just, just in case it is a haunted mirror. Really? Yeah, that would put me off buying it. Wouldn't it put you off? No. Even the most cynical person, I think if they look on eBay on. for a mirror and there's two mean? mirrors <laughs> and one's haunted and one isn't, they think, well, I'll go for non-haunted. Mm. See, I think it's one of those things where it, I, I believe that it was bought with just one bid, but I think uh, it would have gone for more than 100 had somebody been up and a bit drunk at the time <laughs> and looking for a mirror. Cause... That's a weird drunken purchase. Yeah, <laughs> but, but that's haunted what happens, mirror. isn't it? That's eBay. I, I, I bought, in fact, you might be quite proud of me, I bought a designer suitcase when I got in a drunk bidding war. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I'm glad I stopped drinking before the yeah, whole internet I thing exploded. Well. Oh, yeah. I can imagine me well, not spent, just for that reason. I can imagine me trawling for a haunted mirror yeah. in the early hours. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have one. I don't like. E I'm not a fan of the the second hand. No? Robert Mugabe could have owned that old suitcase. Yeah, anyone. Yeah, but that that would be all right, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's. I fine. imagine Bob's got some nice luggage. I imagine so, yeah. And his car stops. Yeah, Bobby. Whilst, whilst his people have nothing, he's probably got lovely luggage, yeah. C can you still get those... Um, well, he's probably got luggage. I imagine he's got a bag packed, Bob McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> because you never know when he might have to get out fast. I think he's like... Um, you know, you know when you're pregnant, you have to have yeah. a bag packed ready. Yeah, I imagine yeah. he's got a couple of suitcases spilling over with, with uh, cash. Oh, yeah. Um, that when he has to get out quick... Just a quick shave, just get the tash as thin as it's possible for a moustache to be, and then he's off. The, ful <laughs> the fulcrum. Do you, can you still get those mirrors? Do you remember you used to go to the fair, and, and one of the prizes used to be mirrors with, like, a pop group on in black paint? Do you <laughs> oh, know what yeah. I mean? Or was it, I remember seeing David Soul once. I, uh -huh. I had David Bowie. Did yes, you? I uh, haven't said, I mean, could one get a, a, a One Direction mirror of that? Or have oh, they just gone know. out of... We could try. I'd love one of those. We'll see if such things exist. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We were talking about the haunted mirror. We were earlier, and it was an eBay purchase. Yeah. And I know um, Alan Kokaliki Cochrane. Yeah. You're quite a fan of the eBay, aren't you? I don't mind them. Um, I don't mind the odd eBay purchase. Yeah. Although it is weird that have you ever had this where you've been looking to buy a thing online and then for about a week afterwards the internet keeps suggesting that you buy that thing online. 
You know where the adverts sort yes. of say. I know that. When I bought Frank Skinner a Cliff Richard calendar and it says people who bought this <laughs> might like Petula Clark greatest <laughs> hits. Yeah. That's what I well, get. I tell you what I, I didn't know that YouTube does that. Oh does yeah, it? yeah. So suggests... you look at your YouTube. You know when you look at a clip oh, on yeah, YouTube. That's worrying. And there's things down the side that that, that are a bit like the clip. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But then um then you get ones that say I forget what the, the actual but it's something like we thought you'd like this or something. Mm. Yeah. And it's something that you looked at like three days ago, similar to that. Because they've been, unfa- they've been unfound it for you. Yeah. They're very helpful. They I, are. Find, I find it presumptuous. I don't like these presumptuous men that live in the computer and tell me what I might like. <laughs> no, I Maybe right. there's more to me than that. Yeah, I blame yeah. that. I, the first person I thought found in the computer who was pushy <laughs> was the paperclip. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that character? Oh, with his dance? Yeah, what if I don't want help? And then there was Google correcting your spelling. Did you mean, oh, you know... Oh, yeah, I know that. I don't need this. When you, got, when but you we're click all... on it, there's a heading that says grammar. We're all yeah. big fans of the work of Fra- um, I'll, I'll Clear to... History. Look. He does a lot of good work for us, Clear History, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, well... We, where, where would we be without him, frankly? I'll, I'll decide if... Uh... <laughs> If something's a fragment or not that I've written. <laughs> yeah, clear history, yes. Do your own Our best friend. Amazon has been recommending that I buy a hammock recently because I looked at hammocks a if couple it, of weeks ago. I think that's the Amazon thing, isn't it? Yeah. They've got confused. <laughs> they think you've looked up the Amazon. They think you're off on yeah. Really, you were looking up uh, Richard Hammond and you've now revealed that. Oh, I was looking. I, I genuinely did contemplate buying a little hammock and then thought, where am a I going to put A little hammock? This? Yeah, you can get like, <laughs> like, like, that, like that picture of that cat in a hammock that used to be on cards. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that could be me. You can get like a mesh hammock, but I don't know where I would put it. You're a bit crouching for a hammock. I'm too. Yeah, you're right. I'm too. You don't want a mesh hammock because you'll you'll look like you're plaid when you get out of it. (laughs) Yeah. You remember what happened to Lady Diana the first time? I think I remember the royal family actually corrected something in the press, and that's when they said that she'd left the Harbour Club in Chelsea and she had uh, cellulite, and she said I'd been sitting on a wicker chair. Did she? She felt that she had to put that right. God Good bless for her. her. I still miss her. Yeah, wicker is uh, it's a damaging seat, isn't it? It is. I mean, I don't know if you've read um, Casino Royale. <laughs> no. It's a terrible scene in that where he sits in it. He has to sit naked in a wicker chair with a hole in the bottom and he's caned. Oh, no. Caned across the gentleman's Some- excuse me. <laughs> Some people, <laughs> some people charge by the hour for that. So Frank, can you get a One Direction mirror with black paint on a, on a normal... A One Direction mirror know. sounds like a technical term. Like a, you can get a two-way <laughs> mirror, but you can't get a One Direction mirror. Nobody's told well, us that. 827 says, I once wanted to sell my baking tray that had an image of Jim Morrison on it left by some fatty deposits, but uh-huh. was laughed at when I suggested it. Well, that's really? fair enough. I mean, no, no one that old fact, would, that would be they? all right. Mm. I, um... You know those fairground mirrors that you used to... Like the proper fairground mirrors that you used yeah. to go in and make... You stand oh, at... The wobbly it, ones. It makes you look really fat. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've lost their novelty, haven't they? <laughs> Modern yeah. Britain. Yes. We've also had a lot of people suggesting their first ever crushes. Oh, well, I'm interested in that. I think well, it, uh, and can I... Sorry, I would like to interrupt this broadcast yes, just to may. say pop star mirrors... Joe says, oh, he says, you can still get Johnny Halliday mirrors in our local Chinese emporium. Really? Mm. Jo- I'd like a Johnny Halliday mirror. Yeah. That, well, I mean, that is just such a conversation piece, isn't it? <laughs> Who is that? That's Johnny Halliday, you know, the, the French um, chanteuse. You mm. could take that with you instead of bringing up the hovercrafts, couldn't you, for, for lulls in conversation? Well, you could have a pocket... Um, <laughs> Johnny Halliday mirror that you just I just get out to check my like um, a compact you know just yeah. to check, check, check my teeth after a snack yeah. 
And it's a Johnny Hallyday mirror. I'd love that. <laughs> that must be... Uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll go on eBay and see if you can get Johnny Hallyday brackets pocket. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had various texts in uh, about first crushes, Frank. Um, mm. Some some of which... Uh, Don't frank me. Some of which really <laughs> dates the uh, texter. The, you know where we, we had a text saying that uh, a chap's first crush was Gabby Roslin. Well, I'm assuming it's a chap. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, well, I think uh, we've all found that we've uh, we jumped around yeah. uh, sexually. Oh, we sexuality to, uh, was fluid back We tried then. to guess what age he was, and he's saying he was 34 next birthday, and it was on the big breakfast. Yeah, that's about right. Mm. Similar time scale, uh, somebody's texted in. Mine was Yasmin Bleeth from Baywatch. Uh, Do I remember her? Oh, she no, but that person pretty. also said they like Jet from Gladiators. Jet from Gladiators is uh, a big, yeah, good, big I shout. Can, I can see that. Uh, different era, first crush Janet Ellis, ooh. Oh, I wonder if that was Blue Peter or uh, Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Mm. But Both. she was, she was, uh, yeah. I, um, I really had a crush on Atlanta Shaw. Who was that? Who was Commander Shaw's daughter in Stingray. Oh, um, right. We've had a Captain Scarlet. A marionette, well. basically. Captain yeah. Scarlet. It's funny, isn't it? And Puppets. one of the interesting, I think I think you were supposed to fancy uh, Marina. If you remember, was the Marina was the girl from Under the Sea. She was a mute. Oh. Mm. I don't know if... Can we still say mute? <laughs> she was a mute. <laughs> you can and, if you do it in that voice. But I she think had it big... Oh, she was very wispy. Uh, she had a sort of Ursula Andress look. Where is Atlanta? She was more business-like, often saw her in a uniform, and she had mm. a, a short sort of red-head type. And I liked her because she had a disabled father. I, I felt that she'd had a, you know, she'd, she, she'd had a few hard knocks. Yeah. In life. Uh, yeah. You're, but, you're drawn to that. But I, um, I, she did have a, a sort of no-nonsense um, appeal, which yes. I, I liked a lot. Right, yeah, yeah. Marina was, um, she was away with the fans. Aqua Marina. Well, the cartoon crush is not uncommon. <coughs> I liked oh, yeah. uh, Clyde from the Hair Bear Bunch. Remember, yeah, he just wore a belt. Nothing else. Was and that a the one who, who said, ooh, 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 beagly, beagly? I think him? he might have. <laughs> I think that might be the self-same man or bear. I think in Wayne's World they talk about having a crush on the, the, the woman in Roger Rabbit, don't they? That's, that's I don't mention that. It makes me feel ill. You know my feelings about that film. Yeah. I, don't, um, I don't. I'd forgotten, actually. I hate it. Frank Mike says Susie Quattro. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was... She, she was one for the tight outfit and mm. uh, yeah, attractive. Uh, Michaela Strachan on Mallet's Mallet. Oh, Somebody's... I think we all like Michaela Strachan. Nobody's texted Timmy Mallet on Mallet's Mallet, but Michaela <laughs> no. Strachan has. Uh, no, has won she the vote was there. Uh, she was sensational. One of those people with a big mouse. Uh huh. It's oh. very sensual and an enormous mouth. Yeah. Six one nine first crush Puncherello from Chips Eric Estrada. Eric, yeah. Well, that must be right up your Estrada. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was the peanut boy. Lovely. We've not had any from the Australian soaps yet. I would have expected Danny Minogue on Home and Away or um, Plain Jane on Neighbours. I'll tell you who I liked. Uh, was she called L? L. She was um, Paul Robinson's daughter. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! And she looked very I like you were Nicole. More of a H- Helen Daniels fan. She no, looked, no, I, <laughs> I, I, the lines around the mouth just got too many. <laughs> Not even <clears throat> when she was a successful businesswoman running home, James. Um, even her. then, I know, okay. and I am. I, I won't. I won't lie. I am attracted by power, but I wasn't. And L. Robinson. She looked like Nicole Kidman. She was like Nicole Kidman before she went a bit odd, and. Uh, because you know Nicole Kidman was like fantastic, 
in, in like to die for she's one yes. of the most beautiful women you've ever seen and then she went very porcelain doll right mm. i yeah. think the cruise the cruise character wasn't a good influence that's my theory absolute absolute, absolute. radio frank skinner on absolute radio this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can follow us on Twitter at Frank on Absolute. I'd like to talk a bit about. Can I say we were talking about first crushes and mm. Emily's was the bear from the Hofmeister mm-hmm. Follow the Bear? I loved him. Do you remember him? That's a great. He idea. had a little theme tune. Did it do? And he wore trilby and a satin bomber. Yeah. If you recall. And uh, he, he... why wouldn't you if you were a bear? He he's a drinker. As a, as a I drink. think Ted ripped off the Hofmeister bear concept. Yeah. It's essentially the same principle, a bear yeah. that leads you astray mm. with loose behaviour. Yeah, he was... Uh, do you remember there used to be a, a, a very old advert, actually, for um, Warnings Advocar? You know Advocar, oh. that sort of I don't eggnog. remember that. But and the guy drink. used to be a sort of a Dutchman who'd say, evenings and mornings, I drink warnings. <laughs> and you'd think, that's a problem, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be on telly talking about that. That's a, chap, that's a chapter in your autobiography. Yeah, you need to be in a, in a, in a church hall with some other people of a similar <laughs> disposition. <laughs> Just FYI, it was Perno. Perno? Yes. It was with me. Yeah. That was Ricard to oh, be sorry, if we're going to be absolutely, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, we've had talking a- of alcohol, <laughs> I'd like to discuss... Ben Fogel, because I'm a fan of Ben Fogel, and oh. he had a bit of an incident. Well, I've heard that Fogel's would. <laughs> so you're in with the sheriff. Um, he had an incident, Frank. He did have an incident, oh, I read it. It's terrifying. So easy way of saying it, it was a psychotic episode. Mm, that's not that easy, I admit. He said his uh, his drink was spiked in a in a country pub. Is that right? In a that country the... pub. I yeah. mean, what did they put in it? A barley wine? <laughs> no. He apparently, said... some uh, hallucinogenic drugs. In a country pub. I mean, why, why, how did that happen? I don't know. Maybe it was an accident. I imagine it's a wicker man type thing. There's some local pagan. He said he's not cult. from around here. Type he tried thing. to jump out of a window, and he said his wife and his friends locked him in a room for his own safety. He said, "I flipped." Yeah. Uh, Which I thought was brilliantly posh, bless him. I just, I just like flip. Well, the quote I saw from him, he said, uh, I don't like using the word, but I was acting like a stereotypical madman. <laughs> and I think again, ster- stereotypical is a word he doesn't like use. He, he usually draws a line at five syllables. Yeah. <laughs> again, he said, I thought I was doomed. Maybe he'd been looking in that ghost mirror. Perhaps he'd been on yes. eBay. Doomed is a, lot a fabulous of, thing A lot to... of doom in today's show. <laughs> People say yeah. I felt doomed. But that moment when the, uh, whatever it was, let's imagine it was LSD, kicks in, you think oh god, I'm, I'm, I'm doomed. I'm doomed. Yeah. And then a couple of days later you, oh, I'm perfectly fine. I'm a reality TV star and presenter and I'm off away again. He was, he's he gone away. Strong, he's a strong chap. Though, he I knew that something was wrong when he tried to pick up his daughter and she felt as light as a grain of rice. Mm. And I think he wants to hang around Fashion Week a bit more because that's really <laughs> nothing, frankly. Didn't he also we try consider and... that overweight. You've been piling on the pounds. I just don't understand. In a country pub, I if he was to... in some city bar, yeah, yes, or hanging out with my parents in 1973. <laughs> this is why when I go to pubs now, I use a, a child sippy cup. Oh, clever! Um, and and they can't they can't get in. You see, it's only those four holes in a the Tommy Tippy. In the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is, I would, if there's any people listening, especially young women, I suggest you get your own sippy cup, keep it behind the bar like, like we used to do with a pewter tankard. 
I, I thought it was... I felt very sorry for him. Oh, on the other God. hand... On the other hand, there was one slightly odd element to it. He said he started doing Monty Python Silly material. Yeah, yeah, but he called it the Ministry of... He called, what did he call it? He, he called, called it Funny it Walks. Ministry of Funny Walks, which isn't yeah, what it was called. And then he wrong. said it went from scary to comical. I was trying to get into bags. What bags? <laughs> what bags was a, a big... No, bags is his old rugby chum. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a very difficult moment. <laughs> I hate to think of that. It's, he wanted to. He said, "I wanted to, to die, and I kept trying to jump out of a window." Oh, no. You see, this is why I didn't watch the Brits. <laughs> <laughs> he has my sympathy. Frank, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We're still getting uh, missives from the outside world. Mm. Uh, various texts, including uh, my first crush, Selena Scott. I was 16. Oh, then Sybil Shepherd in Moonlighting. Uh, I mean, okay. that's that's great. Um, and, Aisha uh, Broth. Bless you. Oh. Aisha Broth. In, was, it, was it Space 1999 or was it UFO? It was one of those two. I think it was so. Space 1999, Frank. She was... Uh, I remember her name was Aisha. So she presented a, a kids' TV show and she had a big um, medallion with, with the A on it for Aisha. Uh And then when she was in uh, this uh, sci-fi series, she still wore the A over her uniform. No. I mean... She was a stickler for detail. What about the fourth wall? (laughs) I know she wasn't a stickler. I'm trying to willingly suspend my disbelief here. Yeah. Um, Uh, Juliet from Dog Tanyon and the Musker Hounds. That's a good one. A canine crush, 779. That's Adam in Kent. And uh, slightly off topic, but I like the text, so I'm going to read it to you. Hi, Frank and Kurt. Love the 80s, love the show. Just pumping iron at the min on my day off. Uh, that I felt needed read out. Uh, yeah. That's from Can Paul say, Sargent uh, from uh, Chesterfield. Iron is another rugby friend. <laughs> <laughs> Along with bags. Yeah, iron and bags. They They're coming over what tonight, yeah, iron and bags. What, yeah. a, what a week they've had. <laughs> <laughs> Still watch the match this afternoon, relax. <laughs> Just put it out of their minds. Also, uh, there's been a correction uh, from Scott McKee. Is it from Jonathan Franson? No. Oh, Very good. Lovely. Uh, Scott McKee says, The Hair Bear Bunch didn't say, ooh, Beasley. It was, ooh, ooh, Mr. Peevely, Mr. Peevely. Yes, I think Zoom you're right. Out. I take that right, yes. I was, um, I was being slipshod. Yeah. Uh, so also... don't yell, help, help, here come the bears, help, help. Oh, it's doing strange things to me. We've also <laughs> had emails from the outside world. Mm. Um, and, uh, Where I... else are we going to get emails from? <laughs> well, emailing exactly. each other. Exactly. <laughs> well, we do occasionally ping each other during the week, don't we? Tory MPM and Nicholson, that's from Dev. Really? Tory? Oh, I don't know her. That was his crush. His first crush. I'll mm. have to look up Emma Nicholson. Yeah. Extraordinary. Uh, dear Frank, Emily and Alan, thought you might like to know that this week I experienced an underhand pedestrian racing incident, UPRI, uh-huh. in brackets. I was walking back to the office after my lunch break. We should I say like... that pedestrian racing is when you you race another person who's walking yeah. down the street oh, without yeah. ever making it totally clear that you're doing that. You're never sure whether they're aware of it or not. Yeah. It's a tense, <laughs> tense thing. It, it's a tense affair. I like walking fast and I get a bit furious if I'm trapped by a slow person ahead oh, of me. God, See, I'm me not sure you can get a bit furious. I think you either are or you aren't. Surely it's all-in fury, isn't it? A bit oh, furious? I take, take your semantic point. So, you can well, imagine... Well, you're a bit more Charles Bronson when it comes to anger. So you can imagine how I felt when I got caught up behind a large gentleman with countless number of shopping bags oh, about yeah, his I person. Oh, yeah. He, 
I tried to overtake, but he stepped into my path. Okay, I thought, bad luck. So I tried the other side, and he did the same again. It happened another two times, and I was baffled as to how he knew where I was going until I realised he'd been watching my shadow in front of him. Oh, oh the old sun behind <laughs> you trick. I eventually had to resort to actually running past him, a bit like the gauntlet round on gladiators. <laughs> Frank, are these blocking tactics against pedestrian racing rules? I think they are, but... <clears throat> And this is something that this, this bloke has obviously picked up on his way to the chip shop. <laughs> where, um, you know, he senses he could be overtaken and he's panicked and gone wide. <laughs> you know that thing when when, play, when footballers lean, really lean into someone and let yeah. the ball roll out? It's a bit like, it's a bit that. Some people as well, I think the very stupid can't walk in a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> I find if you're walking behind some people, they'll, they'll just keep... Wait, I, I, don't, I think it's just chance that they, they go the way that you're going to overtake them. I think, you know, you know they use walking a straight line as a test for drunkenness. Oh, yeah. It also test. works perfectly well as a test for stupidity. An IQ test. <laughs> if, if the police stopped a man and were trying to work out whether he was stupid, they should just walk down the pavement behind him a bit. If they can't get past, he should be in a home. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We've had a lot of texts in with people uh, saying what their first crush was, but mm. I now need to ask you and the uh, the listenership mm. um, some questions here. I uh, <laughs> okay. I, I don't know if you remember, but I was Do much I, will I, will mocked. I need to write something down. No, no, you can just think. I was much mocked on this very show mm. when I announced to you in January that my New Year's resolution was going to be the sleep. I was going to prioritise sleep and have it better sleep. You thought it was a terrible New Year's resolution. I stand by that it's a good New Year's resolution, but I'm now considering changing because it's not working out for me. I'm, oh. I'm really struggling. I've, uh, I've been trying, but I found myself with damaging patterns of behaviour. Two in the morning, I was buying books the other night online. Are you sure I mean, it was books? It was books. Oh, good. It was books, yeah. <laughs> Not um, yeah. <laughs> not suitcases. Not anything else. <laughs> Drunkenly buying suitcases. From Robert yeah. Um And then a couple of weeks ago, when I did this show, I did everything right. I went to the gym in the hotel. I went back upstairs. I'd bought salads because I've read that a bit of lettuce before going to sleep is good for your sleep. Is that right? Yeah, I've heard that. I've also heard turkey. Makes sense. I've always found rabbits to be very patchy sleepers. I wonder how they sleep. I'm going to investigate that. I bet they don't sleep well. I bet the nose... Does the nose stop twitching when they sleep? <laughs> well, no, also, <laughs> they don't... Rabbit. They're filthy creeps as well, aren't they? Oh, yeah, well, they get about, don't they? Yeah. If, if there's any rabbit breeders or keepers of any kind, any sort of associate, associates of um, <laughs> rabbits, I'd like to know if their nose stops twitching when they sleep is it like <laughs> well, a shark they're being associates of rabbits my, yeah. my whippet twitches when she's asleep she carries I on know, with a little the old dog dreaming dream. about <laughs> rabbits aren't they <laughs> oh yes yeah, yeah funny, but I, but that if you speak not speak to a rabbit but if you if you look at a rabbit and and uh, have contact with it the nose never stops going and i just wonder yeah. it must be a lovely moment it's like that time of the night in our flat we've got one of those um, chinese cats that beckons in wealth have you? Oh, Maniki yeah. Neno, I think they're called. Is that what they're called? Yeah. You, know, you know, they have a, they have the arm. Yeah. The and and it's got a little solar panel, so so it goes. And just as as as, as twilight comes, I just watch the arm slow down a bit and right. stop. And it's lovely. And I wonder if that, as a, as a rabbit falls asleep, does it know the twitching slows mm. a little, and then it just how lovely to see that. Yeah. 
I was more thinking it might be weird when you arrive back if you've done any late night work and it's just it just stops as you're coming home and you go, yeah, you're right, I'm quite well. <laughs> you may as well stop. Well, you may yeah, as well the, stop with all the beckoning. Yeah, the, I've, had to, anyway. I've had to turn it around the other one. <laughs> Get some money out. <laughs> anyway, I was in the hotel. I've been down to the gym. I've done everything right. I've bought the salad. And then I get back up, I have the shower, I'm drying up, I'm thinking, all right, this is going to be good, I'm going to get a big power sleep right right before the show, this is a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I went to open the salad and pinged it. I'd bought a chicken and chorizo salad, it was, it had really? leaves. Did you buy it for the taste or the alliteration? I bought both, <laughs> both, I'm a fan okay. of that. Um, and uh, it, it just went everywhere, it went oh. all over the floor, oh, and unbeknown yes. to me... The the salad didn't just contain chicken and chorizo and leaves. It had um, beans and chickpeas in. Oh. There was chickpeas all across the hotel room floor. I had to get on my hands and knees. Well, it's a hotel. And pick it up. I can't sleep in a room that's got food lying me? on the floor. You're kidding me? I found a chickpea in my trainer. The whole joy of a hotel is if if you drop anything, you think, well, what's a hotel? You can't leave chickpeas on the carpet overnight. I can't have the reception staff. I've left worse things than that in hotels. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dignity. Don't bring up the Intercontinental. No. You know I I don't like that story. I certainly had Intercontinental. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's... uh, I I wouldn't have bothered with it. So what? Oh, I had to to pick it up, and then it stained the carpet, and I just... But I put it in the oh, bin. And, so I was, I was so annoyed. I took photographs of it spilt on the floor to send to my wife. <laughs> saying, I'm furious at, at the Some chickpeas sort of along scene. the floor. I had to let somebody else. Did you know you when you're white so angry, you let somebody you. I felt like that. I, I, I was incandescent with rage right before bed. That's not good for your sleep, is it? So no. I think no. I might have to give up on the sleep. I'm, I'm Still, just... it's better than a night light, I suppose, if you're incandescent yeah. right. <laughs> well, that's... I've been... Um, oh. Funnily enough, um, I've been uh, reading about sleep <laughs> this week. I just came across an article about sleep with a couple of fascinating facts. that are some tips for me? That will shut your mouth. Two things uh, stuck in my memory. People who sleep... Um, Eight to ten hours a night, or is it? I think it might be nine. Yeah, nine to ten hours a night are twenty-one percent more likely to become obese. Is that right? So think about that. Well, I'm Can un- someone give me a coffee, please? Especially <laughs> if they dream about sausages. I'm not going to bed for another <laughs> couple of days. Now. Yeah, but what about that? I get under eight, and I'm reasonably lean. Oh no, so that's uh, that's probably that explains. Well, I get after eight, and I'm. Uh, <laughs> And the other thing, which seems to contradict the uh, obesity thing, and Mm. I I wrote this down, this is how I... Penelope Cruz. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Beautiful. Oh, she's foxy. Yes, lovely. Dark eyes. Senorita. Dark eyes. I prefer Harry Styles' mum, but it's beside the point. It's a light moustache, but it works, doesn't it? It works. Not everyone could carry it off. She says she likes um, 15 hours. No. Yeah. No. And her record is 18. No. Like some sort of a sloth. I mean, it makes you think about the beauty sleep thing, you know, because yeah. she's quite a striking woman. Her sister, yeah, because then there's Kate Moss. Oh, yeah. But what about older? <laughs> yeah. Her sister um, once slept for three days. <laughs> straight no. through. Now, I don't know about you, but if, if I had a friend or family member who slept for three days... I, Quite, say maybe 15, 16 hours, I'd start thinking, we're going to have to do what, what Especially if they're <laughs> yeah. on my mattress. No, but I'd be, wouldn't you be worried? I'd be worried. Also, didn't That's you... That's a coma. I think that qualifies as a coma, surely. Yeah. <laughs> 
How does she earn her keep? Well, I imagine she's got Penelope Cruz for a sister. She can, oh, you know, she no can life. have three days. But it does explain, you know, when you go to some cafes and they do like a mega breakfast and you think this is too much food for anyone. That's that's who it's for. It's for those yeah, people that have had got no on. nutrients for three full days. It's the cruises. Yeah, the cruises. Yeah. There's a lot of calves catering they to caught, just those I've people. They had, they had a Savaloy at, at our local, a giant uh, <laughs> Savaloy-based meal called the Cruise Missile. <laughs> Especially for such... But three days. Penelope Cruz. No, I struggle to believe that. Regularly, 15 hours, and a record is 18. I mean... But if you sleep for 15 hours, and then you get up the next day, before you know it, you're going to be looking at your watch going, where's the day gone? They must say that a lot. If you're a film star, you know, a little bit of modelling. There's not that much to fill the day. You're not missing much. She looks well on it. Watch a long film and go back to bed. Uh, Frank, what are you averaging now? (laughs) Sleep. Sleep-wise. Well, I'm often in the spare room, and even there, what what Kath will do is, like this morning, I went to bed early last night because i got to get up at 6. I went to bed about 9.30. Really? She texted me at 20 to midnight. We should say Kath often texts in the house, which I quite like that. Yeah, woke woke me up. (laughs) What did she say? And said, uh, don't forget to leave the keys out tomorrow oh, oh no so i wasn't very happy with that i was awake for two hours that yeah. could have been a note that well the trouble is, yeah exactly that could in have been a ye- that could have been a yellow the... sticky that's exactly what i thought but yeah. i thought the choice was shall i get out of bed and put a note or shall i wake him up i'll wake him up <laughs> that's what's happened <laughs> and i wasn't um also of course when you get a text that wakes you up you become angry and that makes it harder to go back to sleep not as angry as you do when you spilt a chorizo salad all over a bedroom floor. Yeah. Chickpea in a trainer. We had a. Alan has shown us the photographic evidence, hasn't he? We had a big. Yeah. Uh, we had a big row recently, and I said to her, "You know, if if oh, by then I'd lost it. If if this was Big Big Brother, you'd get really booed when you went out." <laughs> <laughs> That's a new chapter in arguing. If this was Big Brother, <laughs> oh, this is the modern world. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Whoa, come on! Email corner. Yeah, take it to the bridge. I <laughs> uh, have an email here. Dear Emily, who did a fantastic job of hosting oh. the show last week. Well, Brackets, look out, Frank! Exclamation mark, close brackets. No, genuinely, look out, stop. Frank. What? Oh, God! <laughs> I thought you were reading that. Oh! <laughs> Thank now that, you. that has actually broke the skin. That's, yeah. taken, that's taken about an inch off. That saved you a couple of quid at Mr Topper's or whatever. Oh, Mr Topper. She continues, thank you for explaining why some listeners slash readers were identified well, by did, three Why do digits? some listeners slash readers? Hmm? Why do they do that? <laughs> oh, I, thought yeah. was, I thought it was about knife crime. Oh, I see. No, <laughs> good though. Mm. Uh, are identified by three digits. I thought that these were special people who had been with you since the beginning. No, it's just the last three digits of their mobile phone. Isn't it's just it? a sort of pri- prison chic. It like was. Frank's I hair. think it was introduced by a, a, a previous contributor to the show, Gareth. Oh yeah. Who used to? Uh, he, he felt bad that they, there was no name, so he, he, he used numbers. Mm-hmm. He identified them. Uh, love the show, although my husband can't stand it. Cheryl in Ashford, Kent. Um, oh, that's awkward. She's put <laughs> okay. her husband can't stand it and then put one of those uh, smiley, smiley face. face 
icon things, you know, when they put a... It's like your sack, smiley on face. and a brackets, yeah. <laughs> your dump, smiley face. Yeah, What's that's his problem, smiley face. And... What's his problem, Cheryl? He sounds like he's got terrible taste in Saturday morning radio. What's, I, his, what's I, his beef? I think what's, um, what's happened uh, here is a educating Rita scenario. Oh, yes. Really? Cheryl has met this guy, and when she met him, they were young, they had similar... T- they were happy to just go out and go to the pub and, uh-huh. you know, have a fun night, watch a bit of telly, and that was their yeah. life. But Cheryl has continued to evolve, as some people do. She wants yeah. a bit more. She wants, you know, she wants language, she wants comedy. She probably, you know, reads books, would like to go to the theatre, or mm-hmm. maybe some art house films. But the husband, he's a bit threatened by this, as he sees... Yeah. As he sees uh, Cheryl, what let's say outgrowing in many yeah. ways, yeah. and it's made him bitter and angry about the things <laughs> that she likes. Yeah, um, you can stick with it, Cheryl. I recommend you know, good on you for that. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't feel good about it because <laughs> I think you've grown apart. Well, that's that. So that's done, a marriage okay. over yeah. this morning. This could be a new feature, shouldn't it? <laughs> Absolute can... radio ending marriages <laughs> <laughs> on eight twelve fifteen. I'm with you, Frank. Uh, Frank, we were talking about uh, crushes um, earlier, childhood crushes, and Lauren Williams has tweeted us to say, mine was the fox Robin Hood from Disney's classic film. Oh, yeah, swoon. the fox Robin Hood. She's actually said swoon. Really? Because a lot of people, um, they liked uh, Michael Pryor. Yes. The version, but the fox from the, the Walt Disney film. No, it's, it's an interesting phenomenon. That, um, Don't you? No, and I'll tell you why that is, because there are certain Disney full-length um, cartoons Features. that never quite make the Premier League. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Because, you know, you've got your obvious Dumbos and Bambies uh-huh. and And then Robots. you get your John Smith or whatever it is. And then, yeah, you get uh, Pocahontas and stuff. Yes. They're, they're, and they're sort of, they're doing well in the Champions League, but they're not <laughs> Premier League um, uh-huh. full-length. Uh, animations and I would say that Robin Hood is very I'd say Robin Hood is uh, is, is struggling a bit even in the championship oh, Sword really? in the Stone had a, had a good run but never met the Prem no that was one of Frank's favourites yeah. he's Merlin mad oh, <laughs> anything to do with Merlin he loves it's it Merlin mania Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio We've had some more childhood crushes in. Crush from my younger days, Sally James from Tw- Tis Was. Oh, yeah, everybody liked her. In the um, denim waistcoat. Oh, yeah, nothing that underneath. Tantalising it was. I'd, yeah, was there might have been a brassy, yeah, but mm. um, Yeah, she no needed support, that. that one. Did she? Uh, we've also had from 853, Fenella Fielding and Carry On Screaming. She was, very sexy voice. She was, she slept with my father. <laughs> really? <laughs> mm. Lovely. Mm, that, <laughs> that is a fact. That is a true story. Well, let's well, see if we can find some others. What about um, <laughs> Marmalade Atkins, Paul from Chesterfield? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was uh, she was nice. Oh, yeah. I had a crush on Kim Wilde. I used to dream we were married from Robin Wiltshire. Good for the gardening if you're married oh. to Kim Wilde. Why she likes that? a drink She's now. She's a gardener now, isn't she? Is she? I think so. She likes a gin and tonic. So that was a funny video last Christmas, yes. wasn't it, where she was on the tube singing. Yeah. Last Christmas, that reminds me, George Michael, one of my crushes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. loved his that work. Was, uh, that they was were more innocent days, weren't they? They were, when, when girls fancied George Michael with, with true hope in their heart. <laughs> <laughs> Should have known. The Andrew fans had the last laugh, Frank. Yeah, they did. In mm. those days, he could park in a tiny space. Yeah. Nothing, right. no problem. 
And that was before parking sensors. Now, yeah. even with the sensors, I imagine it's... No, parking sensors, he was on in the 70s. <laughs> and he used headlamps. Who'd have thought he doesn't do oh, that yeah, he was, mm-hmm. uh, he was quite establishment when you think about it in those days, when it comes to driving. <laughs> now he's a free spirit. I respect <laughs> him for that. Oh. Yes. Is there anything else yes. with going on? We, we, we're steadily winding down, but I like to keep talking right up to the end. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Um, we have... be good if you just let it go. We have an email. <laughs> Give us an email. Uh, dear Frank, Emily and Alan, spelt incorrectly, sick. Um, <laughs> I have recently discovered the podcast archive on your website and oh, yeah. I'm working well, my way through... probably now labelled as the Skinner years. <laughs> Indeed. I'm working my way through from the beginning, partly in the hope wow. of discovering how Frank's hatred of Catherine Jenkins originated. I'd like it's to know that. It's not a hatred, you know. Just uh, it's not a, a mistrust of the... I'm trying to save mankind <laughs> from the... Um, the imprisonment of Lucifer. That's, that's not based on age. You've said that's many a times you think she's Lucifer's representative on Earth. Yes. Is that yeah. correct? And what's made you think that, though? <laughs> that's what she's asking, I think. No, no, it's a good... I can't remember where it... I'll have to go back well, to the archives. <laughs> in fairness, Frank said this also about Anton Deck. When oh, Black when and in we the papers today, Black. it's been confirmed. But I felt that oh, they, yeah. they were no more than uh, chomps. <laughs> That had been uh, used, you know. There was like there's the stupid henchman you might get in a black and white healing comedy. Where they might she? Say, yeah, she boss. knows what's going on. Mm. Yeah, she's a she's senior management <laughs> as far as Lucifer is concerned. <laughs> Whereas I think they are very much removal men. Yeah. She uh, she continues. Last week I listened to one from September two thousand and nine, which featured the delightful Keris Matthews as a guest. Oh yes, nice. she was good. She was very good. You you liked guests, didn't you? No, um, I liked her. <laughs> yeah, she was nice. I did like her, but mm. many of them were a sour disappointment. And I am guessing from the comments that a large music retailer had just gone out of business. Frank then mentioned that you could still buy music at HMV, quipping, if you're listening to this on the podcast, they might have gone too. I don't suppose when you said that that you were imagining someone listening to the podcast in 2013. Well, well, things have changed, haven't they? If you're suggesting I started a run on shares, <laughs> I, don't, I think that it's took a while, hasn't it, to kick in? I don't in. think she is. I think she's that saying panic. that listening now, it's a different world then. You also used to say, now then, now then, all the time. You don't do that so much no, anymore, I've, do you? I've, had, I've dropped that. Oh, That's gone. God. I have dropped that. I, um, HMV, I, the, the whole thing is master's voice, a dog peering into a, the, the mm-hmm. horn of a record player, you know, the idea of the master and the mm. dog. I think in a secular age where the species is seen as more equal, it's inappropriate anyway. It's, just, wow. it's, it's good that it went. Mm. Um, I've got to go, Frank. I am working on a burger stand at Arsenal Stadium. <laughs> yeah, that's not a joke, I am. You're I, working on a burger stand? Yes, I'll talk to you about it next week. This is honestly I don't think not I've a joke. ever been more shocked in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Drayton Park, come and see me, just at Holloway Road End. Okay. Yeah. People might. Right. Know. I hope well, this so. Is, uh, <laughs> this is the woman who was running this show last week. <laughs> <laughs> How quickly oh, we it's fall. All, it's all gone a bit Michael Barrymore. So, um, <laughs> you know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week, unless we're working in fast food. <laughs> Frank Skinner 